Ladies, at Essentia Health, you're not just a patient. You're a partner in your healthcare journey. We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle, because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia Health provider today. Click the banner to learn more. Listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and on today's IBG episode, it's recapping the the visit at Toro headquarters. What a great time I had there! Uh, you know, I really enjoy. Obviously, just like at the Equip Expo, I enjoy checking out the new product, demoing things, talking to the staff there, all the all the members of all the different manufacturers and brands that especially the ones that I've, that I've gotten to know over the years and worked with, partnered with, and so on, and, and meet new folks. Uh, I enjoy that aspect, of course, because um, I do have a lawn care business, and, and that is primarily my focus um, the majority of the time. But I do create content such as this podcast, and that has given me a lot of opportunities, opened up a lot of doors to help my business, as well as to share, you know, information and knowledge and products and experiences with you guys, with the community to help grow your business as well, as well as personally, you know, I've made a lot of great relationships uh, that way too. So that's uh, through social media. So that's, that's the other part of going to these live events, whether it be the Equip Expo or another peer event, you know, like LAL coming up in November, Brian Fullerton's event, Entrepreneur Academy Live, um, or or other ones that pop up, you know, all over uh, over the years, and you know the the different brand meetups such as the Toro um, meetup. This is the second year that they took it, let, uh, brought us up, hosted us, I should say, up in Minnesota at their headquarters. And it's just a great time. I, I've really looked forward to, I looked forward to this year. I mean, last year was the first year I was looking forward to that uh, because like I said, not only the equipment, but just, just getting to know me because there's always new folks there that I just haven't met through social media and, and that's in the community, whether they're from the DIY or residential uh, side of things or the pro contractor commercial side of things. Either way, it's 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 a good time to to get to know folks and collaborate on content and just get to know each other, and then we kind of start bumping into each other at different events uh, later on down the road. So I really look forward to that, and, and I really look forward to connecting with folks um, that that I have uh, already gotten to know over the years and just kind of reconnect, uh, such as folks like Sean Spencer. Uh, he came back again. Um, Paul Jameson, of course. You know, a lot, a lot of folks that that were uh, invited back up. Uh, to to the Toro event, and then some new folks. You know, they they try to switch it up every year and um, try and give some other folks some opportunities to come up. And you know, they can't invite everyone all the time. There's there's definitely uh, budgets and time constraints and things like that. So there's a lot of different variables um, that they have to go through to to figure all that out. 
So there's a lot of new folks, such as uh, Mitchell Gordy um, with Mitchell's Lawn Care. We're, we've become good friends over the years, uh, but this is his first time coming to the Toro event. He didn't come last. He was he uh, was didn't didn't wasn't invited. I guess I don't want to say it that way, but he didn't come last year. Not not that he was he he. Um, it's not that he didn't want to come. Like it's not like he turned it down. I guess I should say uh, he just wasn't you know on the guest list last year. But he was this year. Like I said, they switched things up from year to year to try and give other opportunities to other folks um, for a variety of content and different audiences and so on. So it was good to connect with Mitchell again, uh, see him in person. I think the last time I saw him was at Equip last year. Uh, even though he's in North Carolina, only a couple hours north or um, sorry south from me. I just wasn't able to get down there this year like I, I typically do. Uh, I seem to find a way, you know, every summer or winter, usually around the winter time, because that's when it's slower for most of us, because he has similar climate to me and here in Virginia. So it's a slower time. Grass isn't growing, things like that. So we're doing more miscellaneous stuff for us to connect. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't get down there this past winter, unfortunately. And so it was good to good to reconnect. And then I'm, I know I'll see him again at the Equip uh, Expo coming up in October. So saying all that just to say that I really enjoyed the opportunity that Toro provided for us to get together and network and hang out with each other, provide content, right? I've had, I was able to make a couple of great episodes in the podcast, lots of video content, uh, but all that stuff was kind of under lock and key until at the time that you're listening to this podcast. So try, we had to try and time everything properly so that we could spill the beans, right? So in this episode, it's all about what what was it that we actually got to see at this event? What were we? What were some of the latest and greatest, new and improved, or just brand new um, pieces of equipment that Toro was offering? We got a sneak peek. That was the whole point of this: was to invite a bunch of content creators up to demo and get first first opinions and feedback of all of the new Toro products before anyone else gets to see them and before they were at the, uh, at, at before the Equip Expo. Cause of course these things are going to be there. That's typically where the general public gets to see them first, but there's a select few such as us content creators that were invited up and some other pro contractors. I'm sure that, um, that they, they were testing things out for them that had some exclusivity agreements where they weren't able to, you know, take pictures or share any of the details of the prototypes and stuff as they were developing them. And the same thing that we had to do, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we got to see this stuff early, but we, you know, we couldn't talk about it until now and, uh, give you guys a, a preview and a taste of what to expect at Equip Expo so you guys can demo the stuff and get pumped up and, and, and fired up and maybe start the wheels start turning in your head for, for your businesses and so on. So without further ado, some of the key takeaways here, um, some, you know, that the, they're all, Toro is really focusing on battery powered, you know, uh, AKA electric equipment. So not only mowers, but they're releasing pro uh, commercial you know, contractor version, um, heavy duty hand tools. So trimmers, blowers, um, hedge trimmers, those were the things that they're coming out with first and they're going to start developing more and more and, and coming out with more things as they go along. But they're launching a backpack blower, a battery powered backpack blower, a string trimmer for the grass, hedge trimmers for your shrubs. And I believe that was it uh, from, from the, the, what was available as of right now. And they're all uh, battery powered, like I said. So there's, um, they're, they're increasing the amount of power for the battery packs versus 
what they currently have out uh, for the residential side. So they're a little bit bigger, more powerful batteries, um, and they've got a nice a nice charging station instead of just being individual chargers. Like again, like the residential ones, you've got a a six six slot charger, like wall charger, the Toro Revolution um, lithium ion uh, wall charger for six batteries at a time that you can be charging. So you can see how they're really you know factoring this stuff in um, so that. When you start investing in this kind of stuff, you can really make sure that you have the right amount of batteries and they're charging and, and they're really thinking all this through so that you can be, you know, from the pro contractor side of things. But uh, I've, I've always, you know, been intrigued with the battery powered hand tools. I know everyone has their um, reservations, I guess, concerns to the power and the longevity of it and things like that. And, you know, if you have enough batteries, that's, that's one thing, right? That's, that's a start. If you have extra batteries, you're good. You know, people, you know, aren't, they don't know if it's going to last all day and you know how it is. We work all day, every day, you know, nine, 10 hours a day and gas, you just keep filling it up, right? Battery, you got to stop and charge it or swap batteries out. But if you have enough batteries, all you got to do is swap it out versus, you know, constantly filling up the gas and the, the price for the gas and all that. Anyway, so if you just have a bunch of batteries, you can swap those out real quick and just keep going. It's a little bit quicker than filling it up with gas. Um, but in the long run, in the long haul, you're actually saving money. It's more of an upfront investment. It's a little more expensive for battery powered equipment versus it's, um, you know, gas powered versions, cousins or whatever. Um, overall you're going to end up saving more money. And of course it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all about going green and being better for the environment and things like that. So you can definitely use that as part of your marketing strategy so that, uh, you can maybe attract those kind of clients out there that are, that are really into all that and being green and, and, uh, being safer for the environment. And there's definitely people like that out there and you can start marketing your business that way. If you want to start adding these kind of, this kind of equipment to your, your arsenal, um, to, to, to your fleet. So that, that was impressive and exciting to see that. Um, like I said, I've, I've, I've used plenty of their residential battery powered equipment and, and it definitely works great around my house and in, in, in some applications, um, on the, on the pro side of it all. Uh, like it's, it's nice to just grab, you know, the, the little hand blowers that are pretty powerful and you just swap the batteries out and, you know, if you need to, and you're good to go. And the hedge trimmer is the same thing. Um, but now there's bigger and better hedge trimmers with more powerful battery and a backpack blower, um, with a couple of batteries that you can put in there and then, and then a trimmer, more powerful string trimmer. And not only, not only is it battery powered, but if you use the backpack blower, you can actually detach the blower part of the backpack and hook up your string trimmer if you want, and then you can be tethered. Uh, to it. So this way you're going off of the batteries of the backpack blower um, so that you, you, the backpack blower just becomes a battery pack backpack so that you have more runtime without having to swap the batteries out versus just having one battery in the back of the string trimmer that you have to swap out throughout the day. This way if you've got like commercial properties, you know, or, or just bigger properties, or in my case, a lot of route density where you've got two, three, four properties all together. And, you know, we might go through an entire tank of gas and have to fill that up before we can even finish. 
we in this case you'd have the backpack on you know for the backpack blower you just again detached the blower part so now it's basically just a big backpack battery pack that you can now plug in to your string trimmer and now you can have longer runtime without having to swap batteries out for larger properties or multiple properties altogether so a lot of good um scenarios there with some new future opportunities. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely curious to try some of that stuff out. Uh, again, we were able to demo all that, you know, but you know, it's not, not exactly real world applications where we're, you know, trimming, you know, all day throughout the day, all the different properties, things like that. It was just more of like a, a test area and property for us to do some stuff, but it's again, not, not real world necessarily. Moving on to the next battery the the revolution series is uh, last year, if you recall, the Grandstand Revolution and the Z Master Revolution came out. Um, basically, just for ten demo purposes, they were at the Quip Expo. We were able to demo them. We were able to demo the Grandstand at last year's Toro event, uh, but we the Z Master we could just look at, but we weren't able to test it out because it was still going through its own testing and making sure that it was ready to go. Um, by the Equip Expo, and I'm not even sure if it was if there was even a Z Master available to test out for um, at the Equip Expo. You could look at it again, inside and outside, but I don't, I don't remember seeing anyone demoing it. I don't remember being able to demo it. But uh, the Grandstand Revolution, everybody was demoing that, and we demoed that last year as well. It was definitely eye opening and exciting, and it's just like wow, how crazy is that? A battery powered Toro Grandstand. It, just the concept alone was mind-blowing for us last year, um, and, and, and I mean, it still is, but it, it was just like a first of its kind last year, so we were just really blown away, and we all just were taking turns getting on it, you know, and, and riding it around, and got a lot of good footage from that, so so that was back in action. was excited to try that out again, as well as the Z Master was up and running, so we were able to utilize that. Uh, so that was exciting to be able to finally test that out, and it's just like the, you know, the zero turn, the sit down zero turn Z Master series that they have. I think I forgot what uh, what body it's modeled after. I think it's modeled after the four thousand series, which is a very popular uh, Z Master gas mower that came out. A year or two ago, that's a very popular model. So they just took that body type and everything, and just instead of putting the, the engine gas engine in there, they put the electric powered uh, the batteries in there and everything, and, and just fabricated the whole thing for battery. You know, so no belts, no. So just just a quick you know summary of what what this is is it's it's low maintenance, it's zero maintenance actually. There's no oil changes, no belts that need to be replaced, nothing. It's all battery powered, all mechanical you know, motors and parts and things like that. There's a little bit of oil down in the wheels um, to just keep that, you know, greased for, you know, for lack of lubricated actually is the better word for uh, for the those those two moving parts there, both wheels, but it's all powered electronically um, versus hydraulically with cables and more, you know, fluids and things like that and belts and all that. It, it's none of that. It's all electronically driven, uh, and, and so it's, it's, it's pretty amazing that they were able to do all of that. And it's, it's kind of hard to explain. You, you really have to see it to believe it and you have to try it out to believe it. But we were able to try that out again. In addition to the sit down Z master, uh, I liked both of them. I'm more of a stand on fan myself. So all of my mowers are stand on or walk behinds. Um, I do have one, um, sit down zero turn that 
Um, Toro gifted me as the Titan Max, and that's that that thing's a beast, sixty inch deck. It's uh you know prosumer they they like to call it. You know it's that the the um homeowners, the residential folks that want to be a pro, more like a pro without having to spend the money for a commercial you know mower. So it's it's like the beefiest, most heavy duty residential mower that Toro offers. So it's kind of like one of those. It's like like a hybrid. You know it's like almost commercial it's got some commercial warranties i believe but it's still technically a residential you know homeowner version mower um so that that's that's a that is a great mower but again i'm just a fan of stand on mowers for many reasons talked about this many times smaller footprint overall more compact you can see around everywhere where you are you don't have like a big back behind you that you can't really see and you're constantly turning your head back and forth. Like you can just, you're standing behind there and you can just see everything. You can hop off and on real quick for whatever reason to pick something up or bail out if you're in a sticky situation or or whatever. It's just very, very nimble and very, uh, just more user-friendly in my opinion and navigating, you know, tighter uh, yards and things like that and getting on and off the trailer. It just, it just seems to me so much more, forgiving and uh just more efficient and, and just easier for me so that's why i i just decided to go with the stand on zero turns a long time ago probably what six years ago now so i have a couple grandstands and now i'm just super psyched with the uh, electronic the battery powered grandstands so because i'm just a huge fan of grandstands uh so we were able to try those out again like i said um I'm actually have one in my possession right now that I'm demoing. Toro's letting me uh, demo the Grandstand Revolution for a little while, get some content for you guys. So um, not only did I get some content while I was up there, uh, like everybody else, if you check out my Instagram at Lawn Care Rookie, um, you, you'll see some stuff coming out soon. Uh, if you haven't already with the Revolution, I'll just keep you know posting stuff on there as well as putting together the YouTube video for up there when you know when we were in minnesota demoing everything as well as a specific dedicated video just for the toro grandstand revolution so and that's on my youtube channel at lawn care rookie as well so stay tuned for all that subscribe follow click the notification bell so you don't miss out all that good stuff appreciate that um but um so yeah so i'm excited i'm excited that i'm going to be comparing that to my my gas powered 52 inch grandstand this is the uh, also a 52-inch um, Revolution, Grandstand Revolution battery power. So same size deck, same deck, Turbo Force deck, just one's belt-driven and one's not uh, because one's gas-powered and one's not. So um, a lot of things to talk about there uh, on the video, uh, on my YouTube video um, coming up, as well as trying to get some bits and pieces of that on my Instagram as well. So in addition to those things, another exciting thing that came out that we were able to get a first look at, really, really exciting, is yet another grandstand, another Toro grandstand. Such a popular series. So many people, I see so many guys in my area using the Toro grandstands um, all over the country, all over the world, technically. Um, it's worldwide. I mean, I see you know some folks in Australia using them, you know, everywhere. The grandstand, Toro grandstand, is just a great mower. It's just a solid, beefy, heavy-duty, strong, great commercial cut. One of the best um, cuts provided. The Turbo Force deck. I mean, you can get get through some super thick, tall grass and make it look beautiful. Throw it real far out the side so it's not clumping up in the next next pass over. It's going a couple of passes over and just spreading it out real good. 
And you still got to double cut things sometimes when it's super thick just to keep it nice, get it nice and clean looking. But a lot of mowers, you'd have to, it doesn't matter how many times you double, triple, quadruple cut and it still just doesn't look right. You know, you're still leaving stragglers, whatever. It doesn't matter if you got brand new blades on and so on. Just not every deck is created equal for various reasons. I, I try to ask some of the manufacturers this, like how come you can't just have the same deck? Like I don't understand why. Everyone doesn't have the same deck, but I guess that's part of, you know, individual patents and things like that. Like, I guess every deck has its, every, every mower brand has its own patented deck, uh, shape, size, whatever. And for a reason, right? I guess that makes sense so that they can have those kind of things. So you, so you can say, Hey, Toro's Turbo Force deck is a, is a really great cut and it can cut through a lot of thick, crazy stuff versus some other mowers that maybe won't perform as well. Uh, doing that other brands and that's probably by design right because they don't have the patent for the turboforce deck they have to have their own you know deck name and style to try and do the best they can to also provide a good cut so the grandstands super super popular the turboforce deck is on their z master sit down zero turn series as well as the toro grandstands the stand on mowers so that that deck is just you're going to get that no matter what great commercial cut but the the just the, all the features of the stand on mower the grandstand just super popular so uh with all that being said they came out with a 72 inch deck currently all all this time up until right up until now they only had up to a 60 inch deck which in most cases is more than enough right like all the big commercial companies they have a couple of 60 inches 52 inches the most popular but they got a lot of 60 inches um as the quote-unquote biggest mower for the bigger properties you know the wide open stuff um and even there's a lot of residential properties you know say there's a couple you know several acre properties out there in the more rural areas you get your 60 inch sit down zero turn or stand on you know grandstand and you can you know, get a lot of grass cut in a short amount of time. Well, sometimes you just wish it was a little bit bigger, right? I mean, we all, we, a lot of us probably know there's, there's some, some brands, including Toro that has made some really big decks, like the foldable, you know, some people call them the bat wing mowers where the two sides of the deck fold up so that you can get on and off trailers. And then when you get on the, on the turf, they fold down and, and it just makes one big, massive 96-inch wide deck. I know some mowers have won up to that and gone up to 104-inch uh, deck. But 96 or 104, that's the inches. That's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of deck. A lot of deck there. So so you can really cover some ground with that. But that's pretty impractical unpra- for most cases. Those huge decks like that are for, I mean, like, you know, fields and things like the real big acreage stuff the big commercial properties that just have just huge wide open spaces you know maybe even some like uh rougher parts of the uh, golf courses things like that but uh 72 inch is is becoming the new 60 inch 72 inch is much bigger than a 60 inch but not overkill like a 96 or 104 inch would be um, on some, on a lot of residential properties, you know, some of these res- residential properties are big, but they, it's not that big. 
Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Where a 72-inch would be a dream, like you can just zip through these yards, you know, in commercial properties in no time flat. Um, and Toro was kind of was lacking that part of the market. Um, some other brands were coming out with 72-inch deck mowers, and a lot of guys in my area were using them for the bigger commercial properties. You know, like like uh, um, where they're this like the the neighborhood, the big HOAs, homeowner associations, the big subdivisions where. They have to mow all the common areas, including the main like street that goes through the 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 subdivision. And you've just got these big, you know, grassy areas on both sides of the road for long stretches, right? And you get on a seventy-two inch, and you just a couple of pa- you know one pass all the way from start to from the beginning to the end, and turn around and come from the end all the way back to the beginning, and and you're done. You know, maybe two or three passes, and and you're done. You park the truck one somewhere and Someone picks it up and drives it down and picks everybody up on the other side or whatever. So again, it's all about efficiency, especially with mowing, right? I mean, time is money with everything, but mowing doesn't have the highest profit margins for a lot of different reasons that I, I hope we can change over time. But, you know, we got to do it together by con- to continuing to be efficient and raise our prices at the same time so that we can... Um, increase, uh, we can reduce the amount of time it takes, but keep increasing the amount of money we're getting. That's where we can increase our profit margins, our gross margin there so that we can be more profitable with mowing. But regardless, compared to a lot of other services like fertilization, weed control and hardscaping and things like that, um, mowing is, is not as profitable. So it's all about getting it done as quick as possible, being as fish, as efficient as possible with your setup and so on. So having a 72 inch size deck versus a 60 inch deck, that's going to give you 12 extra inches for you to, uh, you know, accumulatively shorten the amount of time that you're going to be on these properties, right? It's less passes because every pass is 12 inch wide, 12 inches wider. So, um, again, other brands are coming out with these 72 inch decks Toro finally did as well. So they've got a Toro Grandstand 72-inch deck, 37-horsepower Vanguard engine with the oil guard on the side so you can hold more oil so that you can go longer in between oil changes so you can just get the most out of your engine and your mower so you can just really, really cover massive areas. So this mower probably wouldn't do as well for me I mean, a 60 inch is kind of overkill for a lot of my properties. 52 inch is the biggest really that I need. I can't even get through a lot of gates with the 52 inch. So the 48 inch, honestly, is the perfect size for me. But uh, 52 is good to have for sure for some of the bigger properties with or without gates or with or without fences. Um, But the 48 is probably the most universally ideal size for my my neighborhoods, my properties, my 10,000 square foot on average properties with, you know, different obstacles and mulch beds and tree rings and random things around pools and all these things, uh, obstacles that people put all over their yard to beautify it, make it look nice and create their little oasis. But, you know, there's still grass has to be cut. So sometimes it's just really overkill to get those big mowers in there. Uh, so 60 inches is a lot of times too much for, 
you know, for my property. So a 72 inch definitely would be. So as, as much as I loved that mower, that thing was a beast, it's huge, bigger, the biggest tire, bigger tires than the 60 inches, you know? So every, everything about this mower is bigger. The frame is bigger, the, 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 the front part, you know, where the caster wheels and everything are, everything holding the deck is just much wider, um, bigger, thicker, just a solid part of the frame compared to the 50, 60 inch and 52 inches and all those. They really beefed everything up. Um, it's still the same Gratoro grandstand. You know, everything else about it looks very similar. Same concepts and everything, fold up platform that you're standing on, all that. You just have a new, crazy big, beefed up, like I said, 37 horsepower Vanguard engine with the oil guard so that you can just, you just have a beast of an engine for a beast of a mower. Huge 72 inch deck, huge tires to support all that. Nice big beefed up frame and everything. That thing rode like a dream. Um, so there's, you know, again, all this is going to be on upcoming YouTube video, but for quicker, you know, first looks, you can check out my Instagram again, lawn care rookie, um, on that profile, on that, uh, account, you'll see a lot of that stuff coming up in the next week or so. So check that out. So that grandstand is a beast. I can see a lot of folks using that and that are going to be excited now that Toro has a 72 inch mower and they're not, you know, kind of la feeling like they're lacking with the 60 inch or contemplating getting another brand just for a 72 inch. Now Toro's in the game with that. So that was exciting. That came out. And then I'll say last but not least for me anyway, um, uh, you know, they, they, they've kind of tweaked a lot of things too. Um, a lot like the 2000 series Z master, they had that out. They were showing some new updates and things and just how pop, you know, it's a, it's a, a popular mower. It's like the entry level commercial, which is super popular for the fact that the majority of our industry is made up of solo owner operators and mid-sized companies, the big multi-million dollar Companies are the small percentage of our industry, believe it or not. So it's mainly made up of the solo owner operators and the midsize, like, you know, two, three, four, five crew, you know, like under a million, you know, million dollars and, and under uh, companies are, are basically the majority of the industry. And those are the ones that are going to be using a lot of this kind of stuff. You know, the, the, the grandstand, Toro grandstands, um, the 2000 series Z masters for those solo owner operators that are looking to get a nice entry level setup without breaking the bank, you know, like a 4,000 or 6,000 series or something. That's a lot more pricey, a lot bigger, more beefy, more bells and whistles mower. That's something that they can work up to. But when you're first starting out, it's good to know that you can just jump into a 2000 series and not have to have you know, a Titan Max or some other residential version of their mower. They know, you know, that you can jump into a 2000 series, still very affordable, still uh, with the commercial, you know, warranty and the commercial components. And you know, that it's just going to be a heavy duty mower. That's going to really last you uh, however many years into starting your business. So they were kind of showing us that again. But the other thing for me, not this, didn't, a lot of the folks that were up there, um, you know, content creators weren't really as excited about this as I was because not everyone offers fertilization and weed control, um, but I do. I have for many years, and those of you that have been following along, you know, should should know that. And um, I recently purchased the Tauros, um Spraymaster Junior size, which is the smallest size ride-on spreader sprayer. Toro purchased the Z Master Company. 
um, so that th- they're able to incorporate that into their fleet. So they came out with the Spray Master, and it's very much similar to the Z Master. It's just you know Toro branded Toro colors, things like that, and some other some other changes, tweaks, and updates to it. But the overall main uh, component, the, the main concept and components and everything of the machine is is the same as the Z Master. Uh, with the same thing being in the sizes. So they go from the junior size all the way up to the max size. The max just means it's bigger overall. The whole thing's bigger. The tires are bigger. It's wider. The the tanks are bigger. The hopper for the spreader for you to put granular material or seed or whatever is bigger. All Everything's just bigger. The engine's bigger. The, the gas tank's bigger. All that, right? So you can cover more ground, like the bigger, bigger commercial properties, acreage, things like that. So you can spray or spread longer for larger areas. Um, but with that, you can't get into a lot of gates with that big thing for a lot of the smaller cookie cutter residential homes. Like I typically have, like I said earlier, the subdivisions and so on, the HOAs. So I have the junior size, which can get into 36 inch gates um, so that means I can access all of my properties, backyards w- with that, you know, instead of, I don't have to sacrifice in any way, like grab a backpack blower j- or a backpack sprayer just for the backyard, for example, or go grab the, you know, let's go push spreader for the backyard. If I'm doing granular, things like that, I can just use one machine, just fill up my spreader sprayer with whatever it is, granular product or, you know, liquid product. Um, and I can just go in the backyard with the small gates and still get the same uh, and, and knock it out in, in a very efficient, shorter time frame without using very much energy, if any at all, because you're just standing on this machine and letting the machine do all the work. And I really like these machines because you can just really, for, for, for that aspect, but also you can really dial it in. You know, you can calibrate it perfectly for the product that you're putting down and the machine just does it. You can just set it all up perfectly. So the machine just does all the work for you. It's not like you have to walk at a certain pace and you get tired over the course of the day and now you're walking slower and you're putting down too much product and all this stuff. Like it's really you set and forget it. You just, you just, you get it all set and then boom, you just, you know, all day, every day, however long it takes you to apply whatever round of whatever you're doing to all of the properties, you just use the machine and you let it do all the work for you. So I, I, I think that's a game changing thing. Dragging hoses around is, 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 is something in the past, in my opinion, you know, these right on spreader sprayers are the future. I know a lot of guys that have a hard time with that. They still would rather drag a hose around and I get it changes hard, but man, this is, you know, I'm all, I'm always looking for the newest, latest, greatest ways to be efficient and improve, um, everything, you know, be as profitable as possible, save time, increase uh, money, you know, revenue prices. And so I can have the highest profit margin. So, and not be so exhausted at the end of the day. I mean, to me, that's, that's, that's the goal, right? I mean, I still feel like I accomplished something. I don't have to be ready to pass out at the end of every day to feel like I've accomplished something. So that, again, that's just me. I, I mean, I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me, but you know, that's me now saying this. And I know there's a lot of guys that are still stuck in their old ways. I even know some folks, some owners that, you know, have a lot of folks working for them that are old school and they provide them the hose and the ride-ons because they have a variety of properties, big properties, small properties, and they give them all the options so that, hey, you don't have to drag this hose around the big properties. And they even have to say when they're doing, you know, uh, um, site visits, they have to go to their guys, hey, 
this yard's too big. This property is too big to be dragging the hose around, driving your truck, you know, to this section or that section. So the hose will reach like, just get, get the ride on out and just ride, ride on, use that and cover this area, ride around on this, on this, the, uh, the spreader sprayer, instead of dragging a hose around, it's going to be so much more efficient. You're not going to be as exhausted. So, and it's just hard for these guys to grasp that concept sometimes, but I'm a huge fan, huge believer. I'm, I've been sold. That's why I bought one. And uh, Toro decided to completely update the Max and um, uh, the one right below that, uh, which, which again, uh, also I forgot to say, you know, so the Junior is smaller so you can fit through the gates, which also means it's smaller gas tank, smaller um, tanks for liquid, you know, products and smaller hopper for the, the whatever granular material you're going to be spreading. So with all that being said, you're going to have to fill up a little bit more frequently and that's fine. It is what it is. I, I'd rather be able to access all the backyards with the smaller gates and have to fill up a little bit more often than, than be walking all that stuff with multiple different ty- types of things. You know, I'd rather just do all that. So the, the downfall with the ride on spur spare is if like in the spring, early spring and late fall, when the temperatures are a lot cooler and the ground holds the moisture more because it's not dry and hot and evaporating. And it also typically rains a lot more in the spring and fall for all the growth. And that's just how nature works. Um, it means the ground can be soft and muddy sometimes. So riding around on a stand-on machine that's a little bit heavy and then your weight on top of it, that could be a little bit tricky sometimes. You might get some ruts, you know, things like that. So that's where dragging a hose, you're never going to have that problem. I get that, but you're still, you know, you're going to be exhausted. And, you know, when you're doing it in the summer and it's hot, it's going to be even worse and so on. So that's probably the only con to the ride-ons, just, just like any, any ride-on machine, you're going to risk, you know, putting ruts in the, in the, in the, in the lawn if the ground is real soft and things like that. So you want to try and avoid that as much as you can, but sometimes it's unavoidable. You got to, you got to perform the service or whatever. And it's just been too wet and it just is what it is. Hey, sometimes, you know, that's why I still have backpack sprayers and uh, push spreaders because uh, sometimes that's just what you got to do. You know, you don't want to damage the turf. You don't want to get your machine stuck, but you still got to put the product down. So just get after it, grab the other stuff and do it by hand or, you know, like walk around manually, pull, drag a hose if you got the, you know, tank on on the on your back, your, your bed of your truck or whatever. So. You do what you got to do, but ultimately, I think the majority of the time, you can use the ride-on spare to spare. At least I have been able to. So, it, it just really works out that way. So, back to what I was saying, the Max, they updated the Max, and it seems like all the little things that were kind of annoying me about the Junior and, and all of the models actually were are like this. They they decided to kind of reinvent those things and you know, focus on, I, I'm not sure if they're going to do the, do it for all of them eventually, but they're focusing on the max, like the, the, the two biggest ones, um, the max and the one right below that. I forgot exactly what it, what it was called, like probably the mid or something. Um, but let's just, let's just go with the max. That's the biggest one, the Mac daddy. And they just beefed it all up. You know, they gave it really big, much bigger, uh, tires, drive tires in the back there that you're standing in between, they're updating all the different pedals, you know, the foot pedals, so they're bigger and easier to find, navigate. Um, they put the hose reel for you to do any hand spreading, like for tight areas that you can't really navigate in, or maybe it's too wet and muddy, so you just can kind of stop short of it and grab the hose that, you know, is a small hose, so you kind of have the 
both, you know, he, both things, guys that are still all about dragging their hoses. Well, there's, you know, I think it's, uh, what is it? 75 foot hose, uh, reel on the side. I mean, that's pretty significant. You know, you can just kind of pull up next to wherever and really stretch that hose out and get a whole area that maybe is wet, the backyard or something or a side yard. And you can just walk around with that hose and spread what spray, whatever you, you got to spray just like that. Um, so there's that, but that used to be on the left side for some reason. They moved it to the right side because they know most people are right-handed or a lot of people are right-handed. So they decided to go with that. They um, redid the frame of like where the hopper is in the front so that it, you can actually unhook it and it can fold down or up or over, whatever you want to call. It flips up basically so that you can access the engine and oil changes and things like that a lot easier without having to get all like in between everything to do it. So it's not a lot easier to service um, the, the, the unit now. You can easily take off the pad on the back to get to stuff. And now you can just flip the hopper in the front there um, up so that you can access the, the other side of the engine and all the components there to service them. So that's pretty cool that they did that. Hey guys, if you haven't registered yet for the Equip Expo, formerly known as the GIE Plus Expo, you can save 50% off registration with code LCR. You can follow the link in the episode description. You can also get the link to register for the rally, which is free thanks to our sponsors Echo and several other sponsors. You can click the link in the episode description for that as well. That's Thursday night from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And if you want to, if you don't even know what the heck I'm talking about and you want to know the whole history of the rally, you can go ahead and check out episode 86 on my podcast here, the LCR Media Podcast, where Sean Spencer with uh, Spencer Lawn Care and myself go into the origin story of the GIE rally and how it all started. And if you want updates on this year's rally, uh, all that is on episode 163, just a few episodes ago. So I hope to see you guys there and check out the episode description for all the details. A lot of little things, a lot of little things, all the different like um, control mechanisms, you know, instead of uh, instead of having a cable to that, that use that um, that controls the opening and closing the the hopper to spread your material now it's it's a rod <laughs> and i laughed immediately because as soon as i got mine when i pulled that the cable just, just the first time i did it the cable broke i'm like you gotta be kidding me like i yanked on it too hard i don't know what happened so they had to fix that well you don't have to worry about that anymore with the new improved uh max version because now it's just a metal rod instead of a cable so you don't have to worry about it stretching or breaking or anything like that um, the adjustment for uh, how, how much, you know, the, the opening of the hopper so that you can spread the, you know, a certain amount of material, a little bit or a lot, everything in between. The adjustment used to be right there up on the front underneath uh, the hopper, right by the impeller. Now it's a little dial right up at the main controls there where, where the handles and everything are. So they've moved a lot of these things right there instead of them kind of being here, there, and everywhere for you to have to remember where they are. I mean, they were relatively in, in, in close, um, you know, reachable distance, but now they're literally all right there. Um, so they just really just dialed in, made a lot of tweaks, a lot of little tweaks. The, the, the boom arms that come out, this is a huge one, the boom arms that swing out for you to uh, spray a much wider area of, of whatever product you're putting down. 
before they, they, they only folded open and then closed one way. Now they put like a spring loaded situation where they can go, they can, they can go both ways. Like you can flip them out and, and they can continue to go out in the event that you like get caught on something, you know, say, say you, you know, you're, you're backing up, you know, like, which has happened plenty of times. And, you know, you, you kind of bump into a tree or uh, the fence or something, whatever it is, you don't have to worry about hitting that and potentially bending or breaking the boom arm. Now it just bounces back the, the opposite way with the, the spring system that they have. So that's just basically protecting that for longer, you know, longer life. Uh, which I think is genius as well. So a lot of cool updates with that. Again, I'm really, I'm one of the few people that focused on that machine because I use a smaller, the junior version for my business. So I think we're going to arrange where I'm going to be demoing that uh, at some point in in the near future, next couple of months when they get that prototype ready, because it was literally just a prototype that they had there. It didn't even have the Toro colors or anything. It was just raw raw metal you know and 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 just you know the the white spray tanks and things like that that they had water filled up in there so that we could if we really wanted to test that which i did test out the the spray mechanism which is exactly the same as the one i have so it wasn't anything earth shattering but i just wanted to go through the motions and try it all out and it's faster bigger everything about it's just great it rides like a dream with the bigger tires now it absorbs all the bumps and things and you know, any slopes and stuff, you just feel a lot more secure in that machine. So it's, I'm, I was definitely pumped about that one because that's a game changer um, for when you're spreading and spraying products for your, your clients. So stay tuned for more to come with that visually um, when, 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 if, and when I'm able to demo that, be putting that on Instagram as well and probably making a video about it on YouTube. So Again, that's that's how you can see all this stuff. I tried to do the best I could here to explain all these things. Definitely exciting, definitely exhausting going through all that. You know, short time frame. You know, we we, we blew up there, uh, blew up there, flew up there, flew in and out. You know, we just kind of blew in and out. I guess is what I was trying to say. It's a real quick trip. You know, came in on 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 Monday and left on Tuesday. We could have stayed, uh, some guys stayed till Wednesday morning, but a lot of us left Tuesday night because we got work to do. You know, we got lawns, grass to mow and all that on Wednesday. So, um, you know, we were able to squeeze it in though. You know, it, it, we were still able to fit that in in the beginning of the week so we can get stuff done. But my point is, is, is a, a lot of traveling, a lot of, a lot of stuff in a short amount of time, had a great time, stay up late, wake up early and just get as much content and as, and, and, and as much networking as we could have with, you know, dinner and fun and stuff all mixed in in between. I mean, we did ax throwing our first night, just kind of like a nice fun hanging out together our first night before we uh, went out the next day and, and spent the day demoing and hearing from the Toro team and, you know, about their initiatives and things like that. You know, we got to hang out with some of them the night before, which is what we did the, the, the previous year. We did top golf the previous year. So we did some golfing food and, and some drinks and had a good time. And this time it was uh, uh, axe throwing, which seems to be a new popular thing because I've went recently over the summer. I did axe throwing locally here. I was invited to do that too. So it seems to be a growing trend with these axe throwing places um, popping up. So if you haven't ever done that before, you should look into that. It's pretty fun, actually. Um, it's kind of like the whole, you know, club bar atmosphere, you know, beer and, uh, you know, like alcohol, which 
which is really just beer and, uh, you know, some nice, nice light food, like, you know, pizza and hot dogs and, you know, chicken fingers and mozzarella sticks, like things like that. Right. You know, that, that are just kind of typical stuff to eat, you know, on the go with your beer and you're chucking axes and you're just having a good time challenging each other. You got big targets, you know, that you're trying to add up points and see who can beat each other and all that. And that's what we did. We had a good time. So all that stuff was squeezed into a short amount of time. So it was fun. It was exhausting. It was a whirlwind. Got a lot of great content, got to see a lot of cool stuff before everybody else so that we could talk about it, promote it, get everybody pumped up about it. So hopefully I did a good enough job verbally trying to do that. Thank you to the Toro Company for yet again inviting us up there and also for continuing to sponsor the LCR Media Podcast for yet another year. So I appreciate that for sure, that partnership. I've been using Toro since day one, eight years ago, eight plus years ago, going on nine years ago with no, you know, no social media presence, nothing, just I just knew it was a good brand. It's pretty popular in my area. So I didn't really know much of anything else anyway. And I've been happy all this time. And then once I got into social media, I really, uh, you know, got excited about trying to partner with Toro and it took (laughs) several years to, to get into that. But we actually talked about that last year. Uh, I recorded an episode on, on the podcast. If you guys didn't catch it, it was back on episode 90. Um, so geez, you know, we're, we're like over 180 right now, episode 181 or whatever. Right. So 90, you know, like 90 episodes ago, man. Um, so let last year, uh, we, we went right last year at tour headquarters. We had this whole conversation on episode 90 with, with, uh, Andrew, um, who's, uh, a big, has had a big deal with, um, you know, influencer marketing with the Toro company. And, and if it wasn't for Andrew, uh, who knows where we'd be, um, with, with, with all this, because he was kind of like that one constant person that has been working with the Toro company for way before, you know, eight years ago, like way, like way longer than that. I don't remember what it was, but you can go on episode 90 and, and hear the whole story and how he and I got to know each other and first connected probably six or seven years ago. And how we just kept kind of trying to, you know, chip away at the the Toro Empire and kind of get get uh get 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 our get our voices heard, I guess, you know, for about how important you know social media is and content creators and the community online that we've uh, that that we've been a part of and that has grown so much over the years and that has a huge impact on the industry. And that's, that was part of one of my many goals to, to help with that. And, and then I want Toro to be a part of that. And so now it's finally coming to fruition, right? Last year was kind of like the first big year that Toro really got involved in a bigger way, like above and beyond just doing things, little things with me and sponsoring some of my events and stuff like that. They really started to branch out and get involved with many other content creators and getting more products out there. Um, for them to use and keep and demo and create great content with so that we can just keep growing this community and uh, talking about how great Toro products are so that, you know, everyone's business can, can grow and, and be profitable and more efficient. So anyway, I'm, again, this is just kind of like all like a dream come true. This, all these things going on with, with the Toro company and the partnership that I have with them and that everyone else now has with them that, that is currently involved and in the future, anyone else that gets involved. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, great job, Andrew, for sticking with all that and sticking with me and, and, and the Toro company for, 
for coming through. I know there's a lot of new folks in the marketing team that definitely has helped with that transition as well. So thank you to Jared and, 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 and his crew and everyone else there that has been a big part of it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's uh, all I have for this episode. I mean, 49 minutes in, right? <laughs> that's how it goes with the IBG episodes. I just try to do the best I could to explain, you know, what, what I, what I uh, participated in and, and the, the products that they have. But again, for all the visuals, stay tuned to my Instagram, Lawn Care Rookie, and my YouTube channel, Lawn Care Rookie, to see all everything that I talked about live and in action. Um, and then come to the Equip Expo where you can actually demo the stuff yourself. That's in October, um, the like, you know, towards the end of October, uh, 19th, I believe, through the 21st, something like that. Um, I know the 20th is Thursday. So and that's that's the day that we have the rally where we get together um, after the expo. And, you know, last couple of years, six over 600 people show up and we just have a good old time. Foods catered for free. Thanks to all the sponsors, such as Toro is one of many sponsors. Um, Echo, of course, is the main sponsor. They have been since day one back when we started um, expanding the, the rally and, and make and bringing it to a location where we can keep growing into and more and more people can come. And, you know, that requires money to pay for venue and catering and all that. So that's what the sponsors are there for. And then they're there to hang out. You know, everyone's got, they have tables with some swag that they bring and they just want to hang out and talk and and meet everyone in the community and and just have a good time. It's just a great meet and greet opportunity for everyone um, as well as, you know, having some, some good food and there's always going to be cash bars there. If you want to get, you know, soda or alcohol or whatever that's on you, it's cash bar for you, uh, to, to pay for that. But everything else is, is included. You get a, a free event shirt, uh, courteous of me slash LCR media, um, to, to have for, for coming to that event and just having a good old, good old time. So that's Thursday night, six to nine. Um, and that's, like I said, totally free. The link for that is in the episode notes here. You look down the bottom, there's a link for that to register. As well as if you haven't registered for the Equip Expo, there's a 50% off link there so that you can save 50% on the tickets, which I believe at the time of this episode have now gone up. Early bird pricing is over, so you can no longer get the $20 ticket for $10 with 50% off. I think maybe they're like $40 now maybe, and you can get them for 20 bucks with 50% off. Don't quote me on that. Just click on the link, and it'll take you there to the to the site, and you can see how much it is and just uh, you know save your 50% with the code LCR. So um, that's... That's it. That's all you need to know. So if you haven't done that, please do that so that you don't, you know, keep having to pay more. The longer you wait, the more the price goes up for registration. And it's it's not necessary to have to pay that much for registration if you just do it ahead of time. You know, you already have to pay for hotel and your transportation to get down there and food while you're down there. You might as well save as much as you can with the registration and get it done over with as soon as possible. So if you haven't done that yet, please do that and save your 50% off with code LCR. Sign up for the rally. Again, that's free. Um, all the information, if you click on that link, is all right there. Um, and the sponsors that are involved for making it free. And I hope to see you guys all there. One last thing. If you are, if you want more information, you want to stay um, in the know at all times of everything that's going on, everything Equip Expo, especially on your way down or when you're there, uh, I created a Facebook group many years ago called Road to GIE at the time. Now it's rebranded to Equip, so it's Road to Equip. If you just type that into 
Facebook or on Google, it's going to come up. It's extremely, extremely popular group, over 2,000 members in that group, all just for, for the Equip Expo. Folks that want to go, that have gone, um, that are going, and so on. And everyone's just chiming in. Everyone's at, you know, it's a great place for you to ask questions with no judgment. You know, everyone is just, you know, having a good time, wanting to help each other out, ask questions. Folks come in and answer. Some of the brands are on there. Um, the expo uh, faculty or staff themselves go on there and check as well. So it's just a really interactive, engaging group. All the content creator events, all the social media stuff, it's all on there up at the top, posted, um, you know, te- uh, like pinned to the top, all the different events, including the rally and any other events that are going on for different influencers, aka content creators. Anytime something new, we put I put it in there, make sure it's updated and so on so that you have a, a one-stop shop. That was my whole goal is to have a, a one destination for people to go for all the communication. So they're not like having to check this person's YouTube video and this person's Instagram and trying to, you know, like scramble through all this stuff at the last minute to try and find where everyone's going to be on Wednesday night or something, for example. You know, you just... Look on the road to equip, look at the top and, and see what's pinned up there, all the different events and maybe scroll, you know, scroll down a little bit, you know, on, on the, on the feed to see what's maybe new and going on. You know, people might've posted, Hey, after blank, we're going to, you know, after this place, we're going to this place or whatever. Who's, who's still out, you know, we're, we're meeting at, you know, this place, you know, stuff like that. Just a great, great place uh, for everyone to interact for the show so that we can all have the best experience possible where to stay where to eat so on and so forth um so that's that's again (laughs) second attempt here trying to wrap this up that's all i have now that's all i have i think i got it all out of my system thank you guys for listening um i will catch you guys in the next episode this is the lawn care rookie signing off This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.